I like using a typewriter. I have a small collection of them. I know what you're thinking. Okay, boomer. Don't laugh too hard. Tom Hanks is a collector and has like 200. So I'm basically as cool as Tom Hanks, but younger and a lot less rich. Typing on a typewriter is a whole vibe. There are pops, cracks, and clangs, and the levers that flick forward to engrave the words onto the paper are called strikers. Heck, there's even a bell when you finish a line. It dings like a little party celebrating your creativity. The ink is forever stamped on the page. If you make a mistake, you can try to cover it up, but its impact remains. The same as all the things we ever say. The impact is forever felt even if we say we're sorry. In an age of pixelated text stored in the cloud or disappearing after being viewed, typewriters help us remember the weight of words. When our words are effortlessly expressed, weightless and ephemeral as ever, typewriters are like the tattoo machines of communication. They're inefficient, but I'd argue we could use a little extra time between what we think and what we eventually say. Someone recently gave me a piece of jewelry made from a typewriter key. Clipping keys off old typewriters is an unpardonable sin for typewriter fans. We think every machine should be saved, as if they're going to be. But I love the key immediately. When it was on the machine, it functioned as the backspace key. It makes me think of the luxury of having a key that lets us back up and having the worth to use it. Today, making forward progress is seen as the ultimate achievement, maybe the only actual worthwhile achievement. Moving forward is everything. Gaining ground is the goal, even if it's in the wrong direction. As I've gotten older, I've seen the benefits of a backspace key. To be allowed a moment to pause, to correct something if needed, but at least to take a breath and consider if I want to continue the way I'm going. It's a moment to consider a new point of view and adjust accordingly. We humans need it from time to time. Mark Twain said, it ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. In his book, Think Again, The Power of Knowing What You Don't Know, Adam Grant says people who are good at thinking have a hard time rethinking. After all, we're pretty good at arriving at conclusions. So rather than adapting to new information, we tend to double down on our opinions. There are more than a few examples of this you're thinking of right now. This connects with worth because we must feel worthy to use the backspace. To pause and admit we were wrong takes a solid foundation of worth. We can't believe our entire reputation will implode if we accept we're wrong. Despite what we may think, people who can't admit to being wrong aren't overestimating their worth. If a person can't back up, rethink, and maybe change their opinion, I contend their sense of worth is incredibly fragile. They can't admit they've ever been wrong or they think they'll be destroyed. People who can't risk backspacing don't think too highly of themselves, they think too little. They fear being rejected if they admit to being wrong. So they're thinking, I've come this far, I'm seen this way, I can't risk the hit to my reputation by changing my opinion. And they often think it all subconsciously, simply put, their ideas have become their identity. If our worth is built on always being right or that we have nothing to learn, it's not worth. Living our worth means being authentically human. Allowing we are sometimes wrong is merely admitting we are human. Grant suggests a better way forward is something he calls confident humility. When we state our beliefs, confident humility says, 
This is the best information I've seen on this. It's the most informed opinion I can share right now. This is credible information, but it might not be complete. There's always more to learn. A mark of security, says Grant, is to be able to say, I don't know everything, but I believe in my capability to learn and adapt. Questioning our thoughts requires way more belief in ourselves or embodied worth. Think of two trees. One is brittle and rigid. The other one is limber and flexible. Which one will thrive when blown by the wind? Rigid opinions can seem like manifesting strength, but flexibility creates resilience. Questioning our convictions reveals a healthy sense of worth. Grant calls it a scientist approach, which is being excited to hear reasons we might be wrong, not just gathering reasons we must be right. He says the sweet spot is humility, which allows doubt with confidence simultaneously. Rethinking doesn't mean we have to change our minds. It just means we're equipped with a backspace. We allow we may not be correct. So we're open without fearing that all we are will wither if we reconsider. The world around us changes. We change. We can't not change. The image we got attached to when we were less wise might not make sense anymore. It takes way more belief in ourselves to question things. It's not easy because certainty is comforting. It reinforces our past self, which may not be the best thing for our future self. Maybe an example will help. One close to home. It's intense, so I hope it won't hijack all the previous thoughts. I believe they stand regardless of your thoughts on this specific example. Stay with me, friend. Here goes. For my entire life, I said, if you're a law-abiding American, you should be able to own whatever gun you want. Any gun should be available for us legal residents. But in the wake of the last series of shootings, someone respectfully pointed out, nearly every mass shooter has been lawful until they started committing the horrific crime. Mass shooters are different kinds of criminals. They seemingly never escalate from other lesser offenses. Think about it. The guy who shot up the concert in Las Vegas from a hotel window? The orange-haired kid in the theater in Aurora, Colorado? The kid in Uvalde? These are crimes of a staggering scale. None of these criminals started with armed robbery. So when I thought about it, it's not that criminals can get guns. It's that these completely legal people hoping to be a killer can. Instead of moving forward with a long-held opinion, I stopped. I hit backspace. I'm certainly not telling you what to believe. I haven't even started typing my new opinion yet. I'm simply thankful for a backspace. Life calls for it. Using it takes living our worth.